Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am truly excited for our first installment of our CPR, Conflict Producers Resolution. Why are you guys staring at me? Aren't you excited? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're all giggly and happy and excited uh, for our first ever podcast. Um, on a serious note, we uh, decided to do this because um, it's really important. A lot of people that are dying internally, um, not confronting those issues that have been plaguing them their whole lives, whether it's abuse, um, whether it's low self-esteem, addictions or whatever um, your struggle is. And so we wanted to come together and pump life into you, push you, press you, um, really shine a light on you, confronting those issues that have been killing you all this time. And so we're here. I'm Pastor A. And I am Yazzie Yaz. <laughs> and I'm Bridget. And we just came here to, you know, pump life into you because conflict produces resolution. resolution. All right. So today on our first segment, our first, I don't, I'm clapping, right? I'm, can we clap ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, first uh, episode, we wanted to talk about. I saw this on uh, on YouTube actually. Um, a famous boxer, his name is uh, Javante Davis, and he was at a celebrity basketball game, and um, he was seen grabbing the mother of his children, ragging her up like a doll, and um, taking her out of the of the arena. And um, it kind of bothered me and a lot of people because he didn't left a statement afterwards. Um, and said that um, he doesn't hit on his his baby mother because that's a mother of his child. But for me, what he did was abuse, and it obviously looks like it's not the first time. And so we want to really talk uh, tonight on toxic relationships. Is that all right? Yeah, sounds about right. You sure? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Why not? And I know we, we hear this a lot, Toxic relationships and abusive relationships. What 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 do we feel? What do you feel um, defines a toxic relationship? Yes, yes. Um, I I believe that a toxic relationship just deals with you're not you're not being able to be yourself. Um, it doesn't involve uh, communication. It doesn't involve. Um, let me see. What what is it? Trust. Um, there's fear, um, either for either person actually, because the toxic relationship is probably going to enter both people. Um, but yeah, I think it's just an unbalanced relationship. It's not healthy. That's a nice clinical answer (laughs) (laughs) from our lovely science book, sociology book, (laughs) real cute, real cute. But toxic is just the bad. The thing about toxic relationships, I think mostly, is that a lot of people don't realize that they're in them. And it's something that doesn't help you. It doesn't push you forward. It actually holds you back and you may not even know that. But you feel that it's what makes it toxic is that sometimes you can't or have no desire to even leave it Mm, and that's the problem when people just stay there not realizing that it's sucking the life out of them is their new normal what makes you what makes it toxic is that i i won't get away from it i i stay in it and it starts to slowly erode you yes 
You guys ever been in a toxic relationship? Like, have some craziness going on in a relationship and wasn't aware that it was toxic till you actually got out of it? Like, have you ever been there before? Um, actually, yes, I, I must say. I, I feel like, you know, sometimes I've been in a few when you think about it. Because even if I won't say that it was a necessarily committed relationship, um, it was something that I didn't necessarily want to get out of, like what just said. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> something that was helping me grow. It wasn't pushing me forward. It wasn't propelling me at all. Um, and actually when you're in those toxic relationships, those moments when you're at home in your room and you're kind of thinking about things and you're super sad, um, that's when you really realize that you're in a toxic relationship. But in your mind, you're saying, okay, I got this. I can keep pushing forward. It's going to get better. It's, you know, you just, you, you're hoping for something that may never happen. But what about this though? What about when you're like, well, when the person in the relationship is like, but I'm a ride or die. I'm not going to give up on this person. You know, then it's, it's like my value is attached to not walking away from someone, not walking away, not being a quitter, not being a person that throws something away or steps on them when they're down. Mm -hmm. Then it becomes my responsibility is now to be a good person and not leave them while they're down. So... That's the, that's the yeah. thing because it, the, yeah, it becomes like codependent yeah. almost. And the scary thing is sometimes someone isn't good for you, but your attachment is to the commitment of the relationship. So you're attached to the commitment and not necessarily attached to the person. Does that make any sense? I, I, I totally yeah, it makes understand. sense. Yeah, it's, it does. No, no one, <laughs> no one wants the label of being lonely. Right. Mm. So for, for me, you know, because there's a stigma of a person being alone, being single, not having someone they connect with, it's really a knock. They feel it's a knock to their self-esteem. You must to be crazy. Or you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like dirty. You don't. Yeah, and it's know, like you're not faithful. You cheated on your man. Whatever. What I'm saying. Right? It's like you know. And what with, you do? <laughs> and with those and with those those kind of people, man, not really finding the value in themselves first. Um, then, then they wrote, go down the road of if you don't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? But because, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm gonna, just saying. It, it, you know, self love, self love is very no, it's very very important because I was going to say that if you don't, okay, so sometimes we need to sit down and sit and and set these boundaries of what is a make or break. We know our make or breaks, you know. And yet we continue to just hold on to this relationship, not wanting to let go of something we know deep inside that we don't necessarily want ourselves. The person doesn't even meet your non-negotiable. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, but, but no. Exactly. Yeah, but he's, he's trying to be a nice ride or die. Okay. And for what? But what I'm saying okay. is, all right, so <laughs> what is our non-negotiables? And that's what I mean in regards to loving yourself. So you have to have your standards of what not to do what how you want to be treated who's going to love you what kind of way if you don't have that for yourself then of course you're going to be stepped all you stepped on like a like a welcome mat you're welcoming people to step on you i'm just saying i mean no, i agree i agree that's pretty much what i was you, you know, know i don't think somebody else should define how you should love yourself i agree okay. that's foreign I, I, that's just me I, that makes that makes no sense for me okay guys
I'm just gonna say right now. Coming from a person who for very many years did not love myself, mm-hmm. y'all are just wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, because it's like, listen, okay. Go ahead. Maybe some of the situations weren't help well maybe no maybe maybe the relationships were good but maybe i wasn't Loving good yourself. i wasn't my best me but the relationships were fine and the person that i the people that i might have ended up with at that time were good people i think i choose good people who just happened to cheat on me and so i get rid of them but okay <laughs> but <laughs> i'm just saying you choose good people but sometimes they make an error and some are excusable and others are unforgivable and i remain their friends to this day but you don't no no (laughs) but i mean i'm not the second choice sorry but when Um, you look into the so what was so cheating was the issue or was it a boundary breaker okay because then that matters right catch catch 22 okay doctor (laughs) (laughs) counselor Um, that book again okay so you know what though you're making sense because quite frankly i probably would have been able i'm always open to a discussion Mm -hmm. I'm always open to a conversation. I'm not a person that just says, "Mm, I'm never speaking to you again. Mm -hmm. But the boundary breaker is choosing someone over me. Okay. 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 That's my boundary breaker. So even when I dated a a man once, he had broken up with a girlfriend years prior Mm -hmm. and would not speak to her. Completely cut her off. This was before the days of social media. And he would not speak to her on the phone for three, four years, ignored her, had nothing to do with her. Okay. And uh, he had not dated anyone. He, we met, we started dating. He started to feel love. I was taking my time with that word, but still I liked him. And we were really enjoying each other. And all of a sudden it's like, it seems that when he opened his heart to me, his art, his heart just opened to everything. And then he accepted her call one day. So he told me, mm-hmm. he came to me. And he said, well, she called me and we talked and she apologized. And I mean, I hated her for so long, but I realized now that I gave her a chance to explain herself and talk, she wants to see if we can, you know, work it out. And I really appreciate all that you've been to me. You really opened me up and softened my heart again. Like you brought, you took down my wall, but... I really feel like I have to make sure this thing with her is over with and I'm really done before I go forward with you. Okay. So you were the appetizer before like the meal. Is that what? Like, <laughs> I don't like know how who long tells you that this is just an appetizer. <laughs> Wait, how long were you got or was he broken up from the girl? About four years. Oh. And he had sense. a wall up and was he was mean, he was rude, he was I was something different. This was out in Cleveland. I was from New Jersey. I get out there. I looked different. I had natural hair. I had a little little short afro. (laughs) Listen, don't talk to me about Cleveland. Because somebody over there in Cleveland (laughs) (laughs) said to my nail... Like, my nail dresser... I'm sorry. My nail tech was in a barber shop. And one of the the barber's customers actually said, just from looking at my haircut, how come she doesn't like white people? Wow. So this is where I was. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, this is so Cleveland. This is okay. okay. <laughs> so, Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> right? So I got out there 
and he'd never seen anyone with short, spiky, and you know, kinky hair like me. Mm. And uh, I was friendly, and I smiled, and he saw me from across the room, and he decided I was something different. Okay. And I don't know, he wanted something different. Okay. And um, we started dating, and it was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I liked him, and he told me that he was falling in love with me or that he loved me and I didn't say it back and he was disappointed but he said okay but I'll wait for you and next thing you know he came to me with this conversation no no actually after I told him I feel like I'm falling in love with you the biggest smile came over his face we had been dating maybe six months Mm -hmm. but when I finally said it the biggest smile came over his face and then he hits me with this (laughs) okay so but he came to me and listen I appreciate the truth. Of course, one hundred percent. I was going to say that. The truth is what it is, and you can let me in on it or not. Okay. He let me in on it. Okay. So he told me that he wanted to try and see if things were really done with her, or if they could work it out, or something. Because now that he didn't hate her anymore, he wanted to see. Okay. And I said, you know, I really appreciate you coming to me with this, um, and I understand, and I wish you the best. And if it doesn't work out, um, don't call me. Because my boundary, yeah. okay. my deal breaker, okay. I suppose, okay. Okay. is I'm not going to be the second choice. Of course. I'm not. Okay. So, and, you, and you made it very clear and concise. Which I did. People need that. I did. Okay. I said, you don't get to go and test drive that other car, go t- kick, the, kick the tires. Well, actually, I guess I was the test driver. <laughs> yeah. Kick the tires, drive around the block a couple times, and then say, uh, you know what? I think I want to go with that one over there. But I'll be back. Come back if you want. I'll already be bought and sold. And- <laughs> <laughs> but you see how that was so right in class. And, you know, not continuing a toxic relationship, you know, or yeah. it could have been. Because let, let you say that, um, all right, fine. I'll sit and wait. And then when he's done with her, he now comes to you. Now you're going to have these possible resentment issues with him. And then now you're going to try to do this relationship. But there are some people that are willing to, um, I guess, deal with that statement of let me, let me see what's going on with this person first, because they want that person so badly mm-hmm. because they don't love themselves that they're going to sit and wait for that person to become available to them. That's very toxic. But also, isn't it always the whole saying, if you love something, set it free, and if it comes back, it's yours? But I also feel like you can mess it up. First first Uh, impressions are very lasting. Yeah, I didn't give that another shot. (laughs) He did eventually call again. Did you pick up? Yeah. And he eventually said, I made a mistake. Of course you did. So he tried. I think think about him. Tried for a month with her. And he called me. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh, okay. Well, you know. You know, we could be friends, but I refused to date him. He went off on me. He went off I on bet. me. I bet. Yeah. Because he was like, but we were we, we were friends. I was able to speak with him openly. So he was like, well, what about that guy? You know, that guy, you, you dated him and, and, you know, and his ex-girlfriend called you and she's playing on your phone and doing all this stuff. You give him another chance. I said, well, we have an understanding. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us were in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not pay, this is what I call an open, uh, one of those open door uh, revolving Revolving door relationships. If yeah. you're having one of those, you're not going to deal with me. I remember being in a situation where um, it was a guy I was dating and he actually 
drove all the way from New York to New Jersey to go see his ex who had someone in the hospital. I said, look, I'm going to let you do what you're going to do right now. However, when you call me back, we're going to have to have a conversation. Anyhow, we're going to go any further. You are not going to leave another state because regardless of what, it's still, you're crossing state boundaries for this. Boundary. So he passed a mile. They're going to exactly. Okay. exactly. And then he's like, you know, now that you said this, it kind of don't make sense. Yeah, but she knew that you would come drive a whole hundred miles to get to her. She wanted to see your pa- the, the power she still had. And then her boyfriend was there and you were looking stupid. Now, Okay, I'm not gonna be looking <laughs> stupid with you. So from <laughs> next, stupid not exactly. stupid people. But then again, Hello. who set their boundaries? I set my boundaries, and then he got a chance to set his boundaries with the ex. So therefore, we're not having this revolving door relationship. It's just not happening. So yeah, you know, I, I ask that question because some, sometimes, especially with the toxic relationship thing, you know, sometimes we we compromise so much of ourselves. Yeah. Um, too much. For the betterment or for the purpose of being with somebody. Yep. So, in the long run, you're investing. So you, you're making an investment, but you're not getting anything. It's a bad no investment. Return. Yep. And um, and that's when for me it gets toxic because I've been in a toxic relationship when I was younger and I didn't know the signs of it. And you might call me crazy. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were the crazy. Yeah. Okay. When you wanna. Sit on the phone and just hear me breathe all night. For me, that's the beginning of just being crazy in a toxic relationship. Yes. I think that's just too much. Um, it's very clingy. When very you heavy. don't, yeah, when you don't have a, when you don't have a, you know, there's no individuality. Yes. So I'm defined by you. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't breathe without you. You're the wind beneath my wings type. <laughs> um, type thing. I have no life without you. When I'm not around you, all I think about is you. I've had relationships. It wasn't me doing that. Of course not. But, you know, <laughs> no, no. but I had people that literally would I would call they call me and I'm with my friends and we playing Madden. This is in what 2004 three. I'm playing Madden. I'm calling you back I'm playing Madden. Okay babe click I'm getting text messages. Forget you. You want to play Madden? Forget you. <laughs> when the game is over, we over. Like, do you, boo-boo. I'm like, what? I just want to play Madden. Can but I breathe? Stay, though? But well, that's what I'm saying. But, but you stay. The thing why? is, the thing is, okay. this is why I was toxic. Because every time, every weekend we would break up, it would be, I'm going to kill myself. Or I'm going to hurt myself. Or so, in a sense... I'm, I'm trying to get rid of her, but the, the claws yeah. were still on my emotions. And so because it turned into me loving her to me feeling sorry for her and her situation and how she was. And it became toxic because I wound up, couldn't stand her. Wanted to go bother with a jail for choking her. Um, it was bad. It brought a lot of bad thoughts, um, a lot of craziness in my family. And it was just like, I can't do it. But it was the little things, um, forgiving things that just really wasn't forgiving. It was just she was persistent. Mm-hmm. So you, you didn't can, forgive. You kind of just relented. Yeah, you, like you I, gave I, I in. you gave you know, in. So it, it was like I, I gave in because she kept being persistent, being around, calling, calling. And you get a lot of people that do things to you, and you they really don't change what you forgive them for but the fact that they're just there mm-hmm. 
and you because you can't see yourself or nobody else in a sense you really don't connect with them you really didn't forgive them they just fill in the void <laughs> yeah they're just there but the thing about that and about other relationships the type of abuse that people don't really think about or talk about yeah. is yeah. that you were being emotionally abused you yeah. were being yes. you were being manipulated emotionally yeah. because they were threatening to harm themselves knowing that you would do anything to keep that from happening yep. exactly and that's exactly what it was and and people don't realize that you know baby i can't live without you i can't be without you da 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 da, da. that's toxic yeah. because now i'm with you because it's a charity not love uh oh mm-hmm. right <laughs> because you know i but I the bible so, yeah you know what i'm saying i feel right. sorry i feel sorry for you and da da da, da. but then you become an await to me now yeah. and I can't it's not love it's, it's just a weight you know it's a burden and you pity them yeah you, it, it turns you to a psychopath <laughs> now does. I would like to say though um, and I get that you know people fall into this but I'm gonna have to bring it back to that person because it it, it also means that you are not loving yourself correctly because why are you dealing with that You know, we stay past the the time that we're supposed to. When you get to that point where you know that this is not working out, you don't see 20 signs, even when you feel it. Like, I I hate that sometimes people ignore those, like, you know, those little moments when you have and and yourself is telling you, don't continue to do this. Yeah. And what you do, you say, self, I'm doing it. I'm riding and dying for this relationship. Self, don't listen. Self, don't listen. You know, and, and, and we have to, we have to be more cognizant of that because we can blame another person all we want. We played that. We played a hand cause we enabled that person. So yeah. if you're in a situation where you can't get free of someone because they talking about, they're going to kill it. Well, guess what? You just going to have to kill yourself. <gasps> because I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but listen, I mean, I'm just I mean, saying it's... like, so are, am I going to, I, so I'm going to be so satin and like in this miserable relationship now that's going to change my energy that's going to just change me as a person just because I'm trying to keep you alive and you might not even do this in the first place you're just threatening me to keep me where you want me you're threatening me threatening me with yourself well, you know what you know what's crazy that you said that alright so for me relationships it, that ship piece I'm a huge part of that the, I believe that shit piece is supposed to take you somewhere. Okay. And when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to build the other person up, who they are individually, right? Okay. You're supposed to help them figure out themselves, support their dreams, support what they do. So, and it may, it, when, when they feel like they want to kill themselves and they don't have you, life happens. I mean, exactly. look at the Kobe Bryant situation. Vanessa Bryant, that's his wife. She lost her husband and her child. If she did not have, and, I, and she's probably struggling with it, like I said, I don't know what's in her mind, but if she didn't have the individuality, the, the love of herself, yes, she's a mother, she has children, she has to look after, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. When people don't feel that there's somebody without somebody, they want to they harm themselves, they want to do something yeah. themselves. Yep. And so with that relationship, you have to definitely be with somebody to make them define yes they compliment us yes help us grow but you should never be in a relationship where you feel a person completes you right it's the yes, truth that's the truth you're just 100%. my compliment right 
you know. Yeah. I love my wife. She's my compliment. She 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 helps me, but God forbid if something happens to my wife. God forbid something happens to me. I tell her, baby, you're gonna be alright. Because I don't just you're not just my wife, you're not just the mother of my kids, but you, you know, you're, you're Erica, you're my baby, you're my wife. You know what I'm saying? You're you're an individual person outside of just the labels that were attached to you because of our love and our children. Exactly. And if you're in a relationship that does not push you to have individuality, you don't always gotta go with me to the movies and never with your friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't always gotta go to the club with me and not with your friends. You don't never gotta go on a vacation with me and not with your friends or go out, you know what I'm saying? Only talking to me on the phone and not with your friends. We don't have an individual life of your own that's toxic because you breathe me. You need me. I'm your air. Exactly. You can't function without me. When you have a relationship like that's toxic because anything can happen. So you mean to tell me that Jordan Sparks and them were singing about toxicity? Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't breathe. I can't yeah. with no air. You might yeah. air. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and thought of it that way don't but. ever put yeah everything in and one person of course you can't you, you can't never want a person to be your drug yeah, yeah exactly that's the problem oh because when you're not around them you go through withdrawals well let's make want sure it. we put that down for next week's topic <laughs> how we make other things like drugs is not the only addiction yeah okay? they are not so that is something a, i'm going be to be a write. love head write it down yes 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 yes, yes. yes. and that you know and if you don't have that individuality, if you're in a relationship that does not create the atmosphere, the space for you to love yourself, yeah. who you are, do things on your own, we, you know, it's it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work because anything can happen. I could pass away. She could pass away. They could pass away. They can dump me. Yeah, won't make it. The they things that cheat on me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything can happen. So you still gotta be you. Yeah, you know, you, you don't puff up and you don't blow up. A spontaneous combustion when somebody <laughs> bring up with you mm-hmm. you gotta be you gotta love yourself yeah. you know you gotta love yourself and people don't do that you know what? not even enough I don't know if this is off topic I don't think it is y'all let me know <laughs> we'll let you know <laughs> we'll let you know but I'm going back to what I said before about being a person who struggled to love myself for very many years mm-hmm. um I'm gonna have to retract that okay I may not have thought too highly of myself, or I might have okay. might have had a lowered um, view. Of I don't want to, yeah, lowered view of myself. I don't want to say low self esteem, but you know, rather than say that broad term, low self esteem, I'm realizing that although I didn't think highly, and I had my complaints, and I nitpicked, and I complained, and I had things that that I thought of and made me cry, and I didn't like about myself, I must have loved myself. Because I never allowed myself, really, to be a doormat, mm-hmm. yeah. to completely depend on having someone in my life. Yeah. Okay. I was never afraid to end something. Okay. And say, you know what? With 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 good reason. Okay. Now I have to add that because I do stay much longer than I should when I'm in most situations, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, or any type of ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tend to take entirely too long to extricate myself when I see that it's That's not... That's a textbook word. Extricate? I know, right? Just like, <laughs> you right in the flow. I'm sorry I messed up your flow. Extricate. Extricate. Yes. How do you even spell scrabble, scrabble uh, word? What do you do? I mean, I know um, meanings, but I know how to spell. If I type that in my phone, <laughs> it'll be that. extraction set. Ex- execute. So yeah, you wasn't next to elect- electrocute? Yep. That's the word of the week. Extricate. Extricate. <laughs> It we're takes gonna, me test entirely too long to remove myself. Okay. <laughs> Evacuate. Yes. 
<laughs> from situations. It really does. Um, and it's because I have a forgiving heart. I am mm-hmm. always open to communication. And I'm not one who is who easily wants to destroy something or or let something go that does have value, that once held value. Yeah. Okay. You know? And I think that people as human beings we're, 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 we're fallible we make mistakes mm-hmm. we um you, you're gonna disappoint someone you're gonna disappoint yourself you're gonna disappoint a friend yeah. you're going to say something or do something or take something the wrong way there's gonna be a misunderstanding and those things happen and i am not so quick to just turn my back and leave something um unfortunately that leaves me i think um extending my stay in a lot of situations but one of those things that I never, ever thought twice about was, oh, so there's someone else? Okay, well, it was great having this ship with you. <laughs> <laughs> and we can we can have a friendship now, but the relationship is over. Yeah. And I'm friends with just about all of my exes, except that one. You know, he did, okay. did, try, to, he did try to end my life. So, you know, oh, okay. we can't wow. be friends. Well, there's God. a restraining just, order involved. Just threw that up in there. Like, we <laughs> So besides the restraining order, um, I have to realize that I did love myself because I did have boundaries. And I must say that maybe, so what you were thinking, because you know how we're so different than we once were. And thankfully, I think we've grown up, right? Like we're growing in uh, vertically and not her horizontally and that's not even no growth horizontally so we're growing vertically right so therefore at that level that you were at you were loving yourself at that kind of like that pip like almost it was like it was a pinnacle in that moment but now that you have more wisdom more time experience now you're at the 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 extreme pinnacle and maybe not even all the way at the top but you're you're keep you're you're rising above you understand what i'm saying so with more with more time with more experience with more more wisdom there's more love you know and i must even add that i'm that person too with the friendships and i'm very very forgiving a hundred percent you know what i mean yeah it's I think what happens is it's not that you stay so long. You try to make sure you do everything in your power. You know what I mean? That's like true. to make it work. That's true. And there's nothing wrong with that. Cause guess what? When I am done, <laughs> I can literally close the door and not look back. I have given you everything. And because you're my friend or whatever ship that is, mm-hmm. cause I'm gonna love you. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're my friend that became family, I'm gonna love you like you were born from me okay so i'm gonna give you all of that you got it but when you got it and you lose it after i've given you everything Mm -hmm. yeah it's over that's me for real yeah see that's not wrong with that okay it's not wrong with that that's just being a good person with a lot of patience (laughs) okay it's nothing wrong with that don't let nobody tell you that thank you good people um we finish we might not finish first but we always finish that's the one thing they don't say (laughs) let me ask you a question okay I got to get a little preachy on you. That's okay, fine. Pastor. That's fine. Pastor. Come on. Pastor A. All right. So the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Would you say the people that we are in a relationship with is not, it doesn't define who we are, but it demonstrates our desires or what we want? Huh? Yeah. That's how you think 
Do my would you say like trying to figure it out? But so the people okay. that the people that we date, okay, the relationships that we're in, mm-hmm. currently, currently or just in the past or whatever, okay, is that an image of who we are and what we really want? Whether it were mistakes, whether it was good or bad, is our are our exes the people that we were with? Do we feel? And I'm gonna give you an example. Mm-hmm. My crazy ex. <laughs> the girlfriend I had before that mm-hmm. I prayed to God to give me a person just like me so when I was in a relationship with my the one before my crazy one um, I was very controlling you look at somebody and like it you know I want to be around her friends I want to always be around me it was real corny real cheesy real, nah that's not the word the word is like it was just too much like, you gotta hold my hand in 100 degree What's weather up? give me your hand yeah. it's hot you just, <laughs> like, like you were suffocating got and it. so uh-huh. I pray literally I, I remember like it was yesterday I pray God, God give me somebody just like me <laughs> so careful what you pray for right what I'm so in a sense it was crazy to me it, but it was really a culture shock to me an eye opener that I was doing too much. I was really doing too much. And you had to experience it in order to realize. And it. so the people in our relationship, so even the ones that are bad or good, we either desire them or let them come in some way, somehow, um, whether it was through looks, uh, sexuality, say the sex was good or their, their uh, personality mm-hmm kind of like is that an image in a sense of what we desire at the time so let's say relationship when we were younger and we say in our mind why did I ever date that person at the time they represented something that we wanted obviously because we wouldn't have let them in unless they forced themselves on you but for I always say it all the time forced love is rape <laughs> so <laughs> is it something like maybe it could be maybe the way the person dressed he looked good he smelled good but he talked to me like crazy. Sex was good, but he was verbally abusive. Or somebody who was a really nice, had a really nice personality, but he didn't talk to me right. He didn't speak well. So maybe at that time, I let my guard down and allowed the person who couldn't speak well, I just need a little bit of personality in my life. You know, I needed some fun. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody who really was verbally abusive, but I put my guard down because they was cool on the block. They was they was athletic. They have a good future, you know, in regards to that. So any anybody that you have a relationship with, for me, sometimes even the mistakes, the good, the bad ones, really is something that we either decide that we wanted at one time. It really is a representative of who we are at some point. Do you agree with that? I'm trying to think. No, I do not agree with that. I don't have many relationships to compare it to, though. So, so the crazy relationship that you would—what attracted you to people that you were with? But what if you were different, though? What do you mean? Like, what if you just kind of was like, "All right, like you're okay, the guy." What if you wanted something different? I've been in relationships because I just wanted something different. Like, totally. First of all, if you looked at the people I've dated, it's like a melanin rainbow okay <laughs> so there's not really commonalities amongst most of the, the guys no, I'm just I'm like more of a if our energy is kind of like and then as I get to know you it's kind of like oh yeah no I'm not gonna be able to do this you know I'm not talking I'm not talking physical no no I'm not talking 
Because that's not physical. Physical shape. I'm talking about in regards of just anything. So let's say if... He's saying you are what you attract. And are are you ready to admit that those crazy people and bad relationships that you chose were because uh, an element of them were inside of you? And I say no. Okay, yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Because, like, I'm saying that... So what attracted you to to the person? Personality. Okay. Me too. For me, it's personality. It's when a person is kind to others, when they're concerned about... When I watch the way they treat other people, if you're not... Arrogance completely throws me. I, I'm just not interested. I have dated people. Listen, I'm just gonna say it. I've dated some unattractive people. Okay. Okay. But I have found something attractive in them. In them, like physically, I find something on their face that I like. Like a uh, like a nose. It might be their eyes. It might be their smile. They might have dimples. I don't know. But honestly, honestly, <laughs> it's the personality that really draws me in. And then I find something attractive in their face, so I can. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> that has happened, no, but what right. the attraction comes with the connection with their personality. For me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a visual person. I'm mm-hmm. a tactile person. So being unselfish and not being arrogant is that you? Shut up. All right, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> that makes sense because yes, you that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, because I, <laughs> my energy and personality, I'm a sapiosexual. So yes, I like people who I can vibe with, and if I can vibe with them, I think that they're kind of like me. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then, and then five months the later, door, the door's like... open, and you're like, whoa, you yeah. got all these other issues mm-hmm. that I, it's just yeah. that ain't me. And your personality can't keep. Me. Okay. So it, what I'm saying, it, like I said, it doesn't. Oh, that's what I'm saying. No, it okay, doesn't so define. Yes. Because you might get somebody that got a good personality, but with a doggone serial killer. You're right. You're that right. ain't your fault. Yeah. But it's just a piece of that. Now that you broke it down, down, down. Yeah. I get it now. But the great thing about that is that you know. Okay, so for a while, I don't want to say now, <laughs> but for a while, I was on this five month catch and release program. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know Fishing. how you throw out the pole, yep. you pull up one. Oh, this one looks real good. You know, okay. five months, I'd be like, uh-uh, don't want that. Ooh, throw it back. And I'm telling you, I mean, I was on this, I would date someone for five months and think they were great. And then you know, the masks would come off. Okay. You would get comfortable with each other. You find there are other, you know, quirks and personality traits that just don't work for you. And I don't know, five months was my period. It was just, you know, the cutoff, like, oh, uh, I see, no, that. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was on a five month catch and release program and my mama somehow thought that made me a hoe. <laughs> but I'm, she, well, depends where you caught it. I'm you know, like, <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, after five months, it's like, no, I really like your personality, but I like aspects of your personality, but there are some personality traits I just can't work with. And then I'd meet someone else and they'd be nice and friendly and, and you know, and, and loving and affectionate. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just say, I do understand a part of what you're saying. When you were speaking, I started to think about this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever fallen into this trap? Okay. <laughs> trap. Bear traps. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Where you date one person, mm-hmm. and there's one thing in that relationship that just drives you nuts. You cannot get the one thing out of this person that you really need, whether it's affection whether it's communication, whether it's whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, there's something that this person cannot and will not give you okay. and you end it. And then you meet someone else and lo and behold, he's got that trait. 
And then he's like, I want him. You know? <laughs> and, and you it takes you too long to realize that you have um you have over dramatized, you know, this one great another book word. Shut up. <laughs> over I, I think I made that one up. Yeah, that, <laughs> I a, think I made it up. That's a, uh, you, you you've over romanticized okay, okay. this one great trait this person has. And you were blind to all these other things that just don't work for you. Oh, the 80-20. And so the 80-20. So it's like you meet the next person and that one thing that you were missing in the last person comes glaring out at you. You're like, oh, yes, yeah. I want that. <laughs> and then, you know, that doesn't work either. So it's, it's difficult to make sure you don't fall into that trap either. Yeah. But then again, it kind of comes back to that whole thing of knowing what your makeup breaks. Because if that's a break for you, you'll know how much you can stand. Like, let's just say, if you have a drab personality, it's probably no way I... I don't know. Maybe I could do it because I don't want to say that. But it would be... It seems very difficult for me to think about me. Because, like, okay, so maybe you're, like, you're, like, corny. But, like, I'm okay with you being yourself. If you're corny and you're still willing to do things, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But if you're drab, you don't want to talk. You barely want to talk to me. You want to... I can't deal with that and that's my break and I am going to end it. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that yeah. is horrible. It's not. It's, it's just being not. real. Right. Okay, so, we got, one, tell we got one life to live. Oh my God. So if we got one life to live, why are I, we sitting here wasting it? What I'm saying is, is this. Because once again, the image thing. But that's not an image. It, A drab personality Personality is everything. So we're okay. Me and you together. You got this drab personality. We're okay. watching this great show, and we just sit on the couch. I can't even talk to you, and I'm supposed to live like I'm by myself, and I'm a talker. So there's nothing that is, in a sense, quote unquote, workable in a person. Sometimes there no. are some things. Those are called non-negotiables. Exactly. But what I'm saying, I, I get what you're saying. But then, are there certain things you're willing to confront? Ding ding. For the working of the relationship. Yes. I you're, No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it depends on, once again, like I just said, I kind of was trying to give like this, um, like a min to a max. Uh-huh. I, I can deal with this a little bit. You know what I mean? Like your drab personality. Remember I said, you, you, if you're naturally corny and you're being corny, that's cool. Whatever. But you're still willing to try to be a little bit outgoing. But if you're saying no to everything, you're not going out, you don't want to talk to me, you don't want to do... What am I supposed to do at that point? You know what I mean? That's like a definite no. I, mean, I, I understand. You definitely want to compromise. You, see, you want to compromise. See, there's a range here. What you, you know. But I, I just feel, like like I said, there's certain things, like I said, that, that demonstrate who we are and it comes out in certain relationships. Um, but I think there are some things that are really, that are workable. Like me, I'm not death defying. I don't like skydiving. I don't do all this crazy stuff. I mean, I don't do that. My wife likes that stuff. I'm ready. Let's stuff. go. I'll go with her. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, thank God for her, it wasn't a red flag. Well, break, break. You know what I mean? A break. But for me, like I said, it's obviously, she kind of understood. It's not a, but it's not a make or break thing in I'm regards saying, to. I'm saying, man, who's going to end a relationship because you won't go bungee jumping? You got some people that are just too safe and people don't want to deal with them. Yeah, because they're like a thrill seeker. And if you're not like that complete thrill seeker it might just like because I know some people like that want to go out every weekend and do some craziness like an adrenaline junkie exactly yeah, some people so want OG gang that, members and some people want yeah monks. and then you're sitting here it's saying like, hell no no and then they're like I booked the tickets already <laughs> like it's, it's not gonna work right. you're like so, I can't do this oh my <laughs> so I think we 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 attract 
who we are because obviously it's what we want, right? Yeah. But then sometimes some of our wants need to be matured. I agree. I agree. Because you, you learn from that. You got some people that would say, I'm going to talk in a second, says, I ain't going to deal with you if you're ugly. Straight up, what they tell you, if I am unattractive to you, I'm not good personality, good head on your shoulders, good future, nice feet. If you are ugly, mongoloid, jacked up, elephant man, I'm not dealing with you because attraction is a major thing for some people. Yeah. I have to be attracted to you to be with you. They'll tell you that. But I can find things attractive in just about, in, in quite a, a, a broad spectrum of things. But that's you who you what? are, I though. Pictured, honestly, that's amazing. I pictured myself. I'm praying that, about that. I pictured myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Just being honest. Sometimes I, I, I picture myself and I wonder, I think I might be the kind of person who could marry someone who's like uh, paraplegic. I could marry someone that's in a wheelchair if I found... Did, did like you, I could work something out. Okay. Were you laying down when you thought about this? <laughs> like what? No pun intended. I'm just saying. I'm, no, seriously. As busy as you are. No, I'm just saying. In my lifetime, I've thought that I'm a person that could fall in love with someone if they happen to be in a wheelchair. Because you're unselfish you know, and you're a giver. Yeah, and I was about to say it goes back to that because that's the only reason why I would think you want to give care to someone because no, 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 not necessarily. I'm just saying if. I loved their personality and we loved and we vibed and we had a good time and they happened to be restricted to a chair. I it's possible. I'm not saying that I'm going looking for someone gotcha. in that state, but she's like, I ain't going to rehab and nothing looking people <laughs> at the VA. But saying, I got you. But 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 they wouldn't website. it wouldn't prohibit it in all cases. I understand. You know? Have you always thought that way or just hit you as you got older? I think honestly I felt that way for a long time and now that I'm this age, I'm steering away from it. I don't see myself doing it. But I'm just saying, well, because, you know, I'm just thinking about get, becoming 60. I was you know? definitely expecting the opposite. Like, no, me no, too. No, no, me no. too. Because I, I thought you was going to be like, like, you know, I learned that. As I got older, but as I got older, I don't want it no more. I want I want to play basketball. But then maybe you got more realistic with yourself. It's Perhaps it be, has because be. this five-month catch and release program <laughs> has taught me that I really am not as patient and willing to I am, listen listen there was this one person that honestly <laughs> used to I'm sorry but really used to lay in the bed like um what's the word like a, a um, mummy <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> uh, like, rigor mortis like, like what are you like Count Dracula <laughs> like a freaking vampire like lay in the bed like a like a dead like a vampire in a coffin with the arms crossed across the chest like this basically like don't touch me and I'm touching you wow <laughs> your face right so now. in love with a bat <laughs> like, <laughs> And I remember, I remember, oh, I'm, I'm extremely affectionate. <laughs> I'm extremely affectionate. And, um, I think in the beginning he was trying to accommodate me, but I realized that he just really didn't like it. He didn't want to, when we were watching a movie, he would rather he sit here and I sit over there. Even if we're on the same sofa, just please opposite ends. He just didn't want to be touched. And I asked him one day, I said, do you think it's odd the, how often I kiss you? He's like, yeah, I really do. And I said, well, do you, does it make you uncomfortable? He goes, I'm glad you asked. Yes, Lee. Yeah, it actually does. Wow. And it's, it, w- 
what do I do with that as a person who loves affection, right? So how did you get in a relationship with this person? Personality. So he actually was not very attractive either. But he loved to go out, he loved to dress up, we would go to parties, we would do this, we would do that. And um, that part was really enjoyable. Yeah. But he just, after a while, I didn't want to infringe on his personal space because it really seemed like he was uncomfortable with how close I wanted to be to him. And he really laid in the bed like Dracula. Like, 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 don't touch me. I remember the first time he came and he slept over. So... We're sitting there and, you know, we're talking and I got the little head on the chest or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> he goes, he, re he re like releases me, <laughs> takes that arm, turns himself over and gives me his back. Mm. And I'm like, um, okay. So in the morning when we woke up, I said, so yeah, um, you had your back to me most of the night. That was kind of strange to me. I mean, is that normal for you? Is that how you like? He goes, oh yeah, well, you know, I just like to sleep on that side. Okay. So, um, the next time he came over, you know, I, my happy ass was on the other side of the bed. <laughs> 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 I was on the other side. And he just took that arm and turned the other way and turned his back to me. And I realized he just did not want to be touched. Have the, did he show you that when you first started talking? Like I said, everyone wants he, to be everyone wants to be accommodating in the beginning. No, everyone wants no, to not, not this everyone. Well, <laughs> he, Honestly, I'm just being honest. He wanted to be accommodating in the beginning and be affectionate and and, and return. He was fronting, he was and that's why it took five months. No, no, it didn't. I knew before five months, but again, it takes me too long to extricate gotcha. myself. <laughs> you think maybe just maybe I could deal with this. Meanwhile, you know I can't deal with the lack of affection. Yeah, it's a nice enough person. And then the next person love language. But the next person was the most affectionate thing. It was so great. Mm -hmm. Just always wanted to cuddle and wrap the arms around, come up behind me in the kitchen and throw my arms around. And it was and too much. No, no. Oh, about never the same. Never too much, never too much, never too much. <laughs> no. It was just, you know, playing a role, and he ended up being a liar and ended up, you know, he constantly went through my phone because he was looking for something. I have trust issues. I'm like, okay, no problem. Here's my phone. Whatever. I, I saw him doing it, and I didn't stop him. See, I came out I came out of the bathroom one time and he tried to throw my phone down. <laughs> so wow. I knew he was going through my phone. I knew did and I didn't say anything. But after a while, he would just ask for it, and he would just look through it. And I'm like, oh, he's got trust issues. Let me just. What's that word you use? Extra what? <laughs> Extra case. You need to learn. You need to learn the word terminate. <laughs> toxic relationship. That was toxic, wasn't it? Yeah. That's, and all um... the stuff that he was accusing me of doing was because it's what he was doing. And as much as you hear that cliche, it really is true. Yeah. He was accusing me of being on calls with people and. All this and all that. And one day, I'm telling you, God spoke to me one day. Right here in his living room. And just said to me, ask for his phone. So after five months, finally I said, you know what? Why are you going through my phone? Why don't you just pass me yours real quick? Phone. Let me see. He went deaf. He could not. Huh? He went, he went deaf. Who you say? Huh? Mm. Wow. Phone. Huh? <laughs> Say go no go ahead put the put the code in and, and pass me your phone. Huh? <laughs> I found about five or six women in that phone that day. Five or six? Huh? Wow. <laughs> 
So again, I was blinded by what I was lacking from the last relationship. Oh, this affection is so great. And it took five months, but yeah. But you know what? It could have been too. That red flag to me set off at the moment when the trust, when he said, I got trust issues. So now I need your phone. You know what I mean? Like, so now I got to prove to you that I'm in a relationship with you. I'm not proving that. It's either you're happy or you're not. You know what I mean? Well, not like that. I don't want to be so blatant because yes, I know I... Don't. No, because people say I'm a little hard and I'm mean to be. I'm so not. I'm like super like gooey and, you know... <laughs> you're gooey. But, I mean, and that's another topic. We talk about how sometimes we're forced to be a little bit stronger than we may let off. Okay? I mean, we're forced into that. But that's a whole nother conversation. Gooey. But, I mean... Oh, yes, gooey. But like you like you were saying, like I grew into now, like I understand what I want, what I can deal with, what I can tolerate, you know, I know what my boundaries are, I know you know what I mean? Like I I'm at a different place in my life too. So I can just be like, all right, well I can deal with this, but I'm not dealing with that. I don't care how much I like you, I don't care how much you have to offer. Um, I'm big on like risk factors, so <laughs> I could be dating someone and I'm, you know, I'm looking at the risk factors of this relationship and if they're high, I'm not doing it. Like we have to make good investments. And when I think of investment, I'm investing in me and I love me. So my investment has to be a good one, you know, and I don't mind building or putting into someone, but I have to feel like the risk of return is equal or better. Mm. And I know that. I love me, and if I'm loving them as much as I love me, I know they got, like, they're going to be good. You know what I mean? Because I believe that. But you have to have certain qualities for me to attract to that, you know? And so, you know, I pay attention to that. So if it's a a little thing that goes off in my head, I'm like, "Mm, let me continue to watch that, okay? Because if I feel like you're too controlling, I'm a free spirit. I'm super free. So if I feel like you're trying to, like, I can't breathe, Okay. (laughs) You're, you're stifling, you know, my amazingness in a sense. <laughs> so, I mean, listen. So, I, like, as as we get old, as we, you know, get older and mature, mm-hmm. like, I think to really deal with toxic relationship, I think you have to refuse to be the collateral damage of somebody else's dysfunction. Yeah. Um, somebody else's trust issues, somebody else's issues on their upbringing and mm-hmm. what they see happen with their mom and their daddy, what the, exactly. you know, you, you just have to refuse to be collateral damage, mm-hmm. uh, innocent victim yep. to somebody else's foolishness. You got to call that thing out. Yeah. And we can, can work on that. We, we can, can work, work on, on it, but thing. I'm calling it out because I've been through too much. Been through too much and I'm not going to be an innocent, you're not going to hit me with no straight bullet. You know, right. walking down the street. <laughs> I, 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 I go back to where I left. Yeah, I'm not in doing that. that unhappy place. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be, you know, the the the, the death and the, the pain of your... I'm not going to be the person that you left. You're not going to look at me as a person that dumped you or the mom or father that abandoned you or what happened to you on social media or when you dated someone. I'm not... Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm different. Yeah. You look different. Exactly. And also, you, you, got, you have to refuse... To be the collateral damage of somebody's dysfunction, so um, I think that's a, a wrap. <laughs> what you think? Mm-hmm. Um, Do we have to go back to our original? Do we want to add anything to the whole? Um, well, I just, you know, when we talked about the the physical abuse that the boxer did to his uh, his his baby's mother, I think that was a buildup. And then once you begin to look at 
signs um, of abuse, whether it's controlling, verbal, um, whether it's you have yeah, like emotional, or you have to be with this person. I can't live without this person. Too clingy. Um, no matter what they do, I'm gonna stick by them. Um, where forgiveness is just used as a crutch versus someone changing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You know, rebu rebu uh, bruising me, hit me. You know what I mean? Recutting me. Um, then I think you can definitely rid yourself of toxic relationships. Definitely. Put a light on it, call it out, and um, confront it. Yeah, communicate. Definitely. Yeah. Communicate. communicate yeah. Communication. Is deal with it. Talk about it so you can resolve it. Yeah, um, work so, on it. Yeah. yeah. And if it can't be worked on together, work on it apart. But work exactly. on it. Exactly. Yeah. Because it will be a revolving door. Yeah. Back and forth. And we don't want to do in. that. And, um, and you miss out you on know, your soulmate. Um, yeah, you'll miss out on your soulmate. And you'll and be. The, and a person that you could have been. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Right. You miss out on being your best self. Yes. By trying to help someone, help someone, stay with someone else yeah. through their, through, through their growth of their self. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You'll find yourself out your prom <laughs> dealing with somebody oh, gosh. that, you know, so. He stole all my good years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mind you, you gave it to him willingly. Here, on a platter. Exactly. You have all of them. Exactly. So, well, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, we thank you guys for joining us. And we're, we're, we're hoping that you heard something um, that's going to encourage you and um, that's going to build you up. Definitely. And once again, confrontation produces resolution. resolution. Definitely does. God bless you guys. We love you. And uh, join us again. Definitely. All right, guys. Yes. Right. Good night.